No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree. you guys respect me to do all the dancing and hey well welcome 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 instead of doing all of that i'm going to give you guys a round of applause and i want to say thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's discussion of he said what with your girl simply breathe now Tonight, we're talking about a very serious matter, and so I want to make sure that everyone listening is is open to what's being said, and you're being honest with yourself, okay? Um, Before I go into tonight's topic, first and foremost, if you are wondering, what is he said what all about? Like, what what did I tune into? Well, I'm glad you tuned in. And if you're actually listening in as a replay, I appreciate you showing love, just even taking an interest in this episode. Please make sure you subscribe, make sure you download the episodes, and go back and listen to all of our past ones as well and see how this network can be beneficial to your life. Now, for everyone else, He Said What is all about bridging the gap in communication universally, okay? not just between men and women, between families, between coworkers, between your friends, teaching you guys how to understand one another. But most importantly with this show, we're teaching women how to better understand men, okay? Sometimes we wonder, why do men say the things that they say or do the things that they do? Or, you know, why are, are they not as talkative or not as expressive? So this show is all about bringing on our male guests, putting them in in the forefront on the platform and handing them the mic while we sit back and we listen, okay? Listening is very important, and a lot of the times us as women, we're not that good at doing so. So this is our time to sit back, grab you a glass of wine or a cup of water, your tea, whatever it is, grab your girlfriends and let them know this show is on and get your notepad, okay? Now, please, 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 I'm going to uh, say it every time, every show. Please make sure that you are going to our YouTube channel, He Said What Network, and you are subscribing. You are hitting that notification bell because guess what? All of our shows are going to be coming to YouTube, all right? So not only will you be able to hear our guests, but you will now be able to visually see them as well. Browns, I'm talking about the wrinkles in the forehead, the laughter, everything. You'll be able to see it all on He Said What Network on YouTube. All right? So make sure you also follow us on Instagram at He Said What Network. And if you're interested, you can follow me as well. It's underscore simply Bree underscore. And that's S-I-M-P-L-E-E Bree, B-R-E-E. Now, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest as well as a topic. Our guest for the evening is the one and only Mr. Rob Wells. Welcome to the show, sir. Back to the- <laughs> I'm, I'm back again. We got uh, Rob Wells and Simply Green. This is about to be amazing. I'm so excited to uh, be on yes. the show with you tonight. Yes, thank you so much for joining me again. And those who are tuned in, the topic that we are discussing is all about communication, childhood trauma, and adult relationships. Now, if you have a question 
or if you have a comment, the phone number to dial is 515-602-9647, and you're going to press the number one, and we'll bring you up and see what you got to say. Now, Rob, this topic right here, childhood trauma, how how important is it that we are discussing childhood trauma and what happens while we are growing up? That topic is probably the most important topic because trauma affects everything around us. So trauma is one of the biggest things that I talk about on my podcast because it relates to success. It relates to your relationships. It relates to everything around you because if we're not talking about trauma, then we're not talking about the things that are really truly happening. So let me just give a quick example. Like if something happens to you when you're younger, and we can go deep on that, that right there is what's going to always come about in a cycle in your life. So if you're not dealing with past traumas or you don't even know what a trauma is, most people don't really know what it is. We can get into that deep too. Right. Um, it's always going to come back in, in your life. You're always going to have an example is a person come back into your life with the same attitude but a different. You may be attracted to somebody because you were uh, molested as a kid or something, and that translates into the person that, that continuously comes back into your life that does things bad, bad things to you. So understanding trauma, talking about trauma, and actually killing it off for good is probably one of the most important things that we can do for any type of success in our life. Now, is it something that can be done overnight, or does it take time? Absolutely not. So let's under let, let's let's understand trauma. So there's different ways of looking at trauma, but this is the way I break it down so a lot of people can understand what it truly is. So something happens to you, right? That is a a experience that happens. And the experience is gonna be good or it's gonna be bad. So when the experience happens it affects you in your brain some way, somehow, which is going to lead into either pleasure or pain. If that experience leads to pain, then that is the traumatizing experience right there that's always going to be mm-hmm. there. And then you go the traumatizing experience to some type of coping mechanism. And then that coping mechanism is the thing that we start to loop around and that we can get into um, as well. Mm, okay. Now, when you mention coping mechanisms, um, habits as far as, do you feel habits as far as alcoholism could possibly play a role in a coping mechanism or even drug abuse? Absolutely. So that so that is a coping mechanism. So if we go back to the chain of events, you go to the experience, and then you go to the pain, um, and then you go directly to that coping mechanism, that is what that person attaches to, to mass over that pain. So that pain doesn't exist because every time they think about it, every time it comes back up in an everyday situation because they never intended to do it, then they use the alcohol, they use drugs, they use sex, they use whatever it is to, to help cover up that trauma instead of getting to the root of it to actually fuck it up. Right. So if, let's say I'm I'm getting to know someone and um, they want to skip past the whole how their relationship was or is with their mom or their dad, or is this a touchy subject for them? Is that something that she be looked at as a red flag, seeing how red flags are just trending all over social media? Is that considered a red flag, or is that just someone being private? See, that's the thing. That's such a deep question, and I'm about to go – I'm going to try to go off topic and bring it back because, mm-hmm. again – you're going to bring that person back up in your life if that person, if you're if you're not dealing with the trauma or if the person's not dealing with the trauma. So if that person has daddy issues or mommy issues, for someone that has dealt with that themselves, they know what it looks like. Um, and and people's, people's actions will lead towards that in life, in business and relationships of having daddy issues or having mommy issues. So it's not... It's not necessarily something that you can say um, 
that person has mommy issues or they have daddy issues, so I'm not going to talk to them at all. The question that you need to ask yourself is, are you willing to walk that person through their issues? Mm. Are you willing to walk that person through those issues? So I've heard that a lot of times, and I'm kind of on the edge. I'm on the fence with, with both ends because are you willing to basically help someone get through their trauma? I hear people say, well, I'm not a therapist. They need to see someone else to unpack that. But then on the flip side, you have people who are like, I'm here for you, whatever you need. I'm going to do the best that I can to, to help you through this. So what is your take on, on that, you know, getting someone through it? Is it something that if it's a brand-new relationship, is that something that that person needs to be focusing on, or should their focus have been more so on getting to know the person? Man, your questions are so amazing. They're amazing because this is the <laughs> stuff that people need to be asking when it's time to to jump in room or to go into a serious relationship with anybody because you got to understand your life is in one direction, right? And when you start to get mm-hmm. with somebody, your lives start to, to intertwine. And if that person is not good for you, you need to know that right off the bat. And I think I talked about this in our first interview, but when I met my wife, I grilled her, and she grilled me. But mm-hmm. I asked her questions like, well, where are you going to be in five years? Like, how was it with your dad not being in your life or being in your life? Like, I'm asking these questions up front. For me personally, mm-hmm. I went through the relationships where it was it was cool for me to help that person get to the next level, help that person get to the next level. But I got tired of being the helper. So it's like mm. I graduated. I graduated past that. So this is to answer your question now, because we you know how I got to tell the story first. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta ask yourself that question. Like it, it is like, what, what stage in life are you? That's the best way of putting it, right? Because I talked about purpose mm-hmm. a lot on the first one, and now I want to connect trauma to, to success because we're all looking for success in one area of our life, whether it be mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, emotionally, relationally. We're looking for success. It's not just uh, money, right? So right. you got to ask yourself, the time and effort that I'm going to put in on this person, what, are they, what am I going to get out of it? Is it going to be um, – uh, me spending all of my time making this person better or getting to the next step, or do I need to find somebody who's already on that next step? Right. Hmm. That's a that's a tricky the tricky situation here because it's like you don't want to seem shallow. Like, okay, well, this person got issues. I'm gonna let them deal with that on their own. Uh, on to the next. Because that can be anybody. That can be you at, at some point in life if, it, if you haven't already gone through it. So it's like, how do you make that decision? Like, how do you value, how do you place the value to that person and their situation to determine whether you go forward or not? It, it comes to that point in time where you understand that your life, it really does, it, it has happiness in it. And whoever's listening it has happiness in it, but your decisions are what really make your life unfold. So you got to ask yourself what's important. Like, am I, is it I need to worry about this person getting to the next level? Because, again, we're all here to help each other to get, get to the next level. And we go through relationships so we can learn and we can build. But you got to look at your life and say, where, where do I want to be in five years? Is this person going to mm-hmm. hinder me or are they, go, or are they going to help me? And this is for the entrepreneurs that, that are listening right now. If you if you're list, if if you are getting into one of these relationships with someone, you are trying to show them a life that's not normal for everyone else. A nine to five right. and doing all the different things. So it's it's asking like, do I want to build this for my life? And it could be in a relationship world. I'm just using this for success, right? Or do right. I want to spend my, my time with this person? And and that's and and that's the question, though. And I will, I will, I will deliver that to you, uh, Bree, and, and throw it back yeah. to me, where it's like, 
if you were to get, if you were to get into this relationship, this man is I don't know your type, but I'm just about to throw something out there. My man is bald headed because I ain't got no hair. He's bald headed. <laughs> He's a chocolate man. <laughs> He's six four. Uh, um, he's uh-uh. athletic. Um, that's what I'm saying. I, that's 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 how most black men are, and I think women like that. So I'm just throwing it out there, right? Black. Um, he's, he's a chocolate man, athletic, and he is really good with money to the point where he's not rich, but he's not broke, and he has a house, right? But right. But my man has mommy issues that he he never dealt with. So he got all Mm -hmm. the, he got the looks, he got the money, he got the stability, but you're going to end up playing the role of his mommy in our relationship. Mm. That is the question Uh -uh. I'm delivering to you. What would you do in that? Uh What would you do? Well, you know what? So all of the physical, we can definitely bypass that because if the mental and just that person, their being is not put together, then he can look like, you know, a million bucks, but he's going to be hell on wheels. Like, yep. I'm going to probably be stressed the hell out over trying to make this relationship work because he may have problems communicating with me effectively or he may have problems with jealousy, or he may not be able to accept um, emotions. So I, the, the looks and stuff, he can have everything, but nah, because that right there, that'll stress me out. Because now I'm going to end up feeling like I'm pulling the weight for both of us while I'm trying yeah. to play psychiatrist with him. If it's going to bring you down, it's going to take whatever you're trying to build in your life or do, move forward in your life, he's going to be that thing that's pulling down. On the outside, like, everything is great, but it's like your your mental is going to be gone. So people carry more weight in their head than they do on their bodies. So if you're going to a house that you hate, you hate being there, (laughs) but, like, Mm -hmm. money's good. You're carrying thousands of pounds of weight inside of your head that starts to translate and go to other places in, in your body, in your mind, and, and all these other other different places. So I'm saying all, all that to say yeah. is that one thing of him having mommy issues and seeing you as the mom can bring you down in so many different areas of your life that you don't even know who you are anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Listen, let me... Let me go ahead and give you a round of applause for that right there. That was a tricky question. That was a really tricky question because with and, and before I go into that, if you can, if you can pull over, because I, mean, I I know you're driving, um, but I have people ask me if I'm driving. I'm like, no, I'm not driving. Um, but that's a tricky question because a lot of women, depending on where they are in life they may still go for that type of person and feel like they can change him. And I used to be that person. I used to be the, I can change him. I can fix him. I call it the fixer-upper. I was the fixer-upper. And um, I could I could improve his lifestyle now, currently. And so they'll take a man who looks good, who has everything that they're looking for, and they'll go through the ringers with him. Uh, until they just can't anymore, and then he'll go on to the next person. So it's definitely a realistic question, and um, I I definitely appreciate you asking that because it's something to look for. So now speaking of looking for, how do you know when you're dealing with someone who has unhealed childhood trauma? Mm, You ask them. <laughs> ask them, like have a conversation. Remember, I talked about my my wife. And I want to apologize. I'm traveling up and down the state of Louisiana right now, and I'm getting home so I can make sure I can put my baby to sleep. So I put on the side of the highway for um, <laughs> the one and the one and only, so we can get a clear um, radio uh, show. Um, but it's 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 people miss that communication thing. Like right now, me, me and you are having a beautiful conversation right now. It's not an interview. We're having a mm-hmm. beautiful conversation. 
And this right here, as you said before we started, it, it's, it's going to change somebody's life. At least one person is going to touch somebody yeah. tonight, right? Um, mm-hmm. But this is the same type of conversation other people don't have, or people don't have because they see the stuff on, on the outside, like, oh, you're really pretty, or, um, you know, you got a nice butt, or something corny, or mm-hmm. you, got, you, you got money. Money come, comes and goes, but they don't ask the real stuff. Where it's like, like, how was right. it growing up for you? Did you? Then that person be like, they might start crying right there. Like, I lived in a foster home when I was nine years old, and and it it was traumatizing. Now I don't like to sleep on the couch, or I like to sleep on the couch, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's 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 un, it's having a conversation, but but people are people are very superficial, and they're all over right. social media, and it's it's a social. Um, what's the word, social superficial world that we live in and that we subscribe to. So having a conversation mm-hmm. with someone and really digging deep, like you look, you look at the person, right, I love the way you look, I love the way you smell, I love the, the chemistry we have together, but I, I want to take this to the next level, but I, I want to know more about you and really start getting down into that stuff. Don't go take somebody to the, I think I said this on the first one, don't take somebody to the movies, like have a conversation with them. Right. Okay, so this is something that I read earlier was about, you know, just helping someone with this type of trauma recover. And one of the things that they said is they said that instead of trying to fix your partner, you want to listen to them, validate their feelings, and actually show them that you're there for them. And so it takes being a genuine person really, really caring about your partner in order to express that type of interest. Because I don't know about you, but if I ask someone, what was your childhood like, and they break down and start crying, um, yeah, uh, we, yeah, we need to get you some help. Because so this is not something yeah. that I am going to be able to unpack with you. Because we are exactly. all dealing with our own issues. So, you know, you have some people who live in denial. Oh, my childhood was great. You know, I had the best. And, and that's, that's hiding it. That's really, you know, just, like I said, denying what you actually went through. So why do you think that people do that? And, and it, like you said, it could be um, a form. Can that be considered a form, a form of coping by denial? Oh, absolutely. It, it it didn't exist. It didn't happen. That experience didn't happen to me. Um, it's not it's not manifesting in my life because it it didn't happen. I mean, it's just like that that's the that's the person's mindset. And um, someone that leads with that mindset is kind of how I was saying earlier. I was touching on it, but I want I'm glad you started to dig a little bit deeper on it. Is it starts to go into building in a routine or creating cycles for yourself. And living in those cycles and never and never be able to break the cycle and you don't know why you're in the cycle, um, but you're in that cycle because you won't actually deal with it, whatever that was that happened to you. Um, right. And, and you, t- you touched on something too a second ago, and I, and I wanted to um, touch on that, and, I, and, and it, it, it escapes me. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> oh, you can, no, no. I was saying there was something that I wanted to touch on, but I can't remember what it was. It escapes me. So just um, you can get, oh. you can continue going. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so now PTSD um, trauma mm. itself can definitely create, of course, the post-traumatic stress disorder, and uh, it can also contribute towards the way that people their outlook on adulthood before they even become adults. Like you see people, and I'm sure you may come across people who lived in an abusive childhood to the point where when they became an adult, they don't want kids because Mm. they just don't ever want to even open another human being up to possibly going through something like child abuse. So when it comes to PTSD, um, do you treat that the same way as you would dealing with someone who, let's say, experienced um, 
human trafficking? Like, is it the same Mm -hmm. level as far as treatment and healing and and resources, or is it different? So that's a that's a that's a crazy thing. So when you start to say treat, that that puts you in the in the um the field of a physician or a nurse or someone in, in that field. So we as that people that are not medically professional, we're not medically professionals. Like we we can't treat the first people. Um, mm-hmm. We can only suggest things. So uh, yeah. me, someone that that has been through tra- uh, trauma in my life, I went through and fixed the trauma. So I can walk somebody through the trauma. That's what I do all the time in, in a lot of in a lot of trainings that that I do is, is actually walk someone out of trauma or through trauma. Um, but there's things that people can seek, um, like brain reconsolidation. That right there is wow. taking away that that ex, that experience that you're that I, I touched on earlier. Because remember, the experience yeah. is tied to emotion, and, and then we go back and always feel that emotion all the time, if it's, if, it's, if it's joy or if it's pain. So it goes back and replaces that bad emotion with a good emotion so you're not feeling that anymore. Um, there's, several, there's so many different things that, that you can do to treat these things as a medical professional or someone that, is, that has access to that stuff. Um, that's, a good, I mean, that's the best way I could say that. Okay. So, you know, there's a lot of people that believe in holistic healing um, when it comes to all types of uh, conditions, illnesses, experiences. Um, what is your, your thought or your approach when someone wants to self, self-heal, self-diagnose um, their experiences as a child versus seeking professional counseling or, or therapy? It, starting to look at your yourself from a third person's perspective. Um, take mm-hmm. yourself and take your, your ego out of the situation. So we all carry egos. I don't care who you are. Either you know you have an ego or you, you shattered <laughs> that ego. And that, that ego, don't, it doesn't exist no more because you realize that you ain't nothing. Nobody's nothing. And we always trying to build so no one's over the other person. So if you can look at your ego and look how your life is ran uh, up to that mm-hmm. point, and then you can start to pinpoint back in your life, hold on a second, um, I see why I'm addicted to food. I, I, I mm-hmm. see why I like this type of female or male. I see why this is, but it is, it is, it is being, being on it, though. I'm talking about right. being very intentional about doing that, but people don't want to do that, though. And that is the determining factor from someone reaching, again, going back to that, success in areas of their life that they want or staying Mm -hmm. in a continuous, never-ending cycle because they never actually tended what I call, I call it unattended to trauma is what it is because you know that that Mm -hmm. trauma is there. But you're not tending to it, though. It's just sitting there in your, in your, in the corner. Like, let me give you an example uh, while I'm on this tangent, right? If you, mm-hmm. if you look, if you close your eyes right now and you mm-hmm. just envision yourself walking through a long, long hallway and each door represents an experience along this hallway. So if you go back, that's your that that is everything behind you because this 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 thing is never going to end. It's always never going to end. You can continue going forward, but once you take a step forward, that door is there, and on that door, there's a sign that says blank whatever it is in, in your life that you know about right. trauma, a good experience, bad experience, right? So we're looking for new experiences. We keep walking, creates new doors. We're looking back. We have these other ones. So. What people should do and what they don't do is turn around. Instead of going forward in life, like, yo, I need to go get this right here. I need to be successful in this area right here. I need to get into this relationship because this relationship right here is what's going to become my, my coping mechanism to cover up that past trauma that's in that door. So people continue running towards the doors and creating new doors and never turning back. So what people need to do is actually turn around. 
And if you turn around, if your eyes are still closed, you envision yourself going in the opposite direction because now your life is on hold on, on, on the outside. Your life is on hold. You're not making these big, big moves in your life because you're turning around and you're going in the opposite direction. Now, back to the door. You open up the door or one of the doors, that's the trauma. You know that trauma's there. It's not an unattended to trauma no more because you're tending to that trauma. You go inside right. the door and you face what is in there. And it goes back to the weight that is on our head. You go inside of that door and you do what is necessary to rid yourself of that trauma. That right there is, is an entire radio show in itself. But just understanding oh. the people that you can te- that you see reaching for success over and over and over and over again, they use, they learned how to harness those doors to drive the areas in their life that they want to see flourish. And those doors are chained up and they're done now. They 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 actually went back. So I know that was a long-winded story, but I love painting that picture for people when they, when they want to say, how come I'm not reaching this in my life? How come I'm, I'm in this relationship over here? How come I can't have friends in my life that I want to have in my life? It's because those doors are still unattended to. Mm, 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 mm. Man, let's see, Rob. See? This is why I love having you on the show, and this is why you're basically you're going to be like every freaking show that we have on the network. That was amazing. Ooh. Definitely, you you opened up some more doors um, that we are going to address. Um, and one of the questions that I'm going to ask you now, but we're going to I'll ask you again when we come back from commercial. Um, is there such a thing as traum- traumatic experiences? I'm sorry, traumatic. Uh, yeah, traumatic experiences from good experiences. Can you have a a good outcome, um, or can you have a? I, I would, you know what I'm saying. I'm a word of the right way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I I don't that's that's outside of my knowledge, but I don't think you can have a good traumatic experience because trauma usually deal deals with some type of pain. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would it would it, it would go back into that section of this experience happened to me, and I'm saving it in my brain. I'm not getting too technical. I make it make it sound really easy, but yeah. I'm saving this in my brain, either as a good thing or a bad thing. This emotion, and right. that is the that is the that's the kicker right there. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, what we're gonna do is we are going to take a song break. Um, This track that I'm going to play is Blood Ain't Thicker. Um, And this is by Chris Davis, uh, Mr. Foster. We have Will, and we also have Miss Burial on it. So you guys, you are locked in with He Said What? What's your girl? Simply Brie and the one and only Rob Wells. We will be right back. And uh, like I said, we're talking about childhood trauma and adult relationships. We'll be right back. More and stop slamming doors on issues that end up leaking tears on tissues. This is sentimental. Screaming loud, feel the pain, sends rebuke. But no matter what you do, demons keep creeping on mute. Keep creeping on mute. 
Everybody drowned and her spirit was broke. She had no life jacket, we know hope doesn't flow. Cladoclisms pay the visit, we know life is cutthroat. Popping pills from the pantry, pen to suicide, no pain. Punishing like pancreatic cancer, no answer for her problems. Deep down, I just wish she could have solved them. Being there for someone you love, shouldn't have to wait. So stop and listen to the ones you love before it's too late. What's up? This one Mike from Simply Sports, and you're tuned in to the He Said What Radio Network. Support of people of color begins with support by people of color. Introducing Melanin People. Melanin People is a new, innovative new social media platform people of color from all around the world. It's a place for us to interact, showcase our talents, express our passions, share our cultures, and do business, both locally and internationally. Download the Melanin People mobile app now, connecting people of color. Hey, this is Rob Wells. I am the host of Your Purposeful Purpose podcast. I am a transformational speaker and coach. And let's not forget serial entrepreneur. I help people live life with purpose, on purpose, by becoming the master designer of their lives. I want you to understand transformation because I went through a huge transformation myself after losing 150 pounds, teaching myself how to read and write at the age of 23 with a fifth grade education. I help people go through their own transformation, identify that purpose, identify that dream and break through every single roadblock in their way. You can get in touch with me by going to PurposefulPurpose.com. I can't wait to talk to you. All right. We are back. You guys have tuned in to He Said What? With your girl, Simply Bree, and our guest for the evening, Mr. Rob Wells himself. How does that feel? How does it feel to be on the show and actually hear your own commercial? That was really weird. Um, I'm sitting here <laughs> on a random highway in the middle of nowhere in Louisiana, and it's dark out here. And I'm just looking. I'm looking at my phone right now, <laughs> looking at the the the, the post you tagged me on on Instagram. Make sure you guys go to Instagram mm-hmm. and show her some love. And I hear myself talking. I'm like, wait, who is that? Wait, I don't understand that. That guy sounds like me. That guy is real smooth. So I was like, okay, I see what oh he's doing. God. So it was good. It was good. It was smooth. It was nice. It was sexy. I like it. I appreciate it. Yes. I was like, you know what? We're going to put his commercial on while he's up here because why not? Wait, it doesn't make sense that's, not to, right? That's crazy. So a lot of the times um, I have a lot of female friends who, um, you know, in the process of getting to know someone, whether it's for friendship whether it's for dating, and, and and myself included, we tend to come across a lot of men who are not willing to open up and talk about their situation. It's almost like they have that dynamite, that 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 ego that really just, it, it prevents us from getting through. So I understand, like I said, I read the article earlier, it says that, you know, you don't want to, um, you're not trying to fix it, but how do you not probe? How do you not pry into what it is that they went through so that you can at least try to understand or try to help? See, that's that man. That's a that's a that is a question within a question within a question within a question. So let me address what you said at the beginning mm-hmm. uh, beginning of that. So guys are led to believe that you're a punk or you're soft. If you share emotions or you just 
actually communicate, like, beyond the front that's put up on the outside. So that's probably one of the biggest barriers. And I say probably because it's depending on your relationship to be able to talk to the guy. Because society tells a man that he's supposed to be 6'3", 6'4", 225 pounds, ripped, and have no emotions and have money, depending on where you are on, on this planet. And that guy does not lead up to that. He is not that right there. So he, not only that, but he's not able to show his emotions at the same time. So you got two of those things yeah. going on. So he's he's playing this role or trying to play the role over here, and then the, the woman's on the side kind of digging in, trying to get, you know, just a little bit. And this is let – me, let me really answer that question – now it's mm-hmm. is she if this is like a, a brand new relationship, then you need to see where 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 your life is going. It, it's you know mm-hmm. it's like do I want to enter enter into this or I want to navigate this because you can see that if you just actually truly look at it and think. Most people don't think, but if you are in the relationship, it's not necessarily about fixing, but it's about helping because that's what relationships mm-hmm. are. It's not. Just this, I'm going to take, 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 take. You know, it's give or take. It's like I'm going to sacrifice for you and you're going to sacrifice for me if you're in that right. relationship. But you got to know your person, though. There is no one size fits all. When I'm training people or I'm, I'm mentoring somebody, I can't go about it the same way. There may be a skeleton of questions, mm-hmm. but the person is different. So if she is the nagging type to try to get him to release those emotions that society says that he should not have, then he, she's not going to get that because she's the nagging type. But if she maybe mm. knows her man and she is sincere about her approach, that may allow him the opportunity to be like, you know what, I really feel like this. This is how I feel. Right. So he can, so his emotions can actually be, be shown and, that's the thing right here. What type of per- what type of relationship? Let me answer that question really quick again. What type of relationship mm-hmm. are you in? Are you in a relationship where it's just starting, or is this a relationship that you're in that you need to tend to? Mm, 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 mm. Listen, you better come through, Mr. Well. Come through, okay? Those who are listening, if you have questions, there's multiple ways that you can actually reach out with your questions. You can either DM me at Simply Bree on Instagram, or you can call in 515-602-9647 and press the number one, and that way I know you'll have something to say, and I'll bring you up. Now, we actually do have a question that was um, brought up through Instagram. So the listener says, oh, have a question. I have a question. I'm just like so dramatic with it. That's how she said it. <laughs> how do we get a guy to let go of the thought of me bringing up his traumas or throwing mistakes they've both? I'm sorry, or throwing mistakes they've done in the past when we have disagreements. Ooh. I'll read it again. So that's how do we yeah, how do we get a guy to let go of the thought of me bringing up his traumas or throwing mistakes they've done in the past when we have disagreements? Yeah, that's a not on the man. That's on the woman. You're bringing you're bringing up something. You're causing a reaction. This is exactly what I just now said. What type of person are you? Are you somebody that's sincere? Are you somebody that's always, always nagging that <laughs> there are people like that. Mm-hmm. Right? That's their, that feel, they feel like that's their, their, their job. So if mm-hmm. as soon as you start to get on your pedestal, you start to, you start to preach, not from a pulpit, but just from your soapbox, the man already knows what's coming because you have shown that in that last cycle. <laughs> so it, it's not necessarily the guy, but it's the woman that needs to work. Because if she's the one bringing it, it, it up, if I'm listening to that, right? If she's the one always bringing no, it up, so, that's her so problem. What she's, what she's saying is, okay, the number one concern that men usually have when it comes to them expressing themselves is the fact that how the, however they express themselves is going to be thrown back in their face later on down the road whenever he gets into an argument. So how can we as women have help men understand that we're not going to do that? Like, you don't have to fear that and encourage them to open up to us instead of clam up thinking that it's going to be thrown in your face. 
Okay, I misheard that, but but it's still, <laughs> it is still. Oh, the, <laughs> it is. You like what is he talking about? That that is still on the that is still on the the, the conversation. On the woman. Thing. Yeah, it's okay. still on the it's still on the woman. It, it goes to the same thing. Like if the guy is is in, in, and then let me take it off the woman real quick. But if the guy is always like, you're going to bring this up, you're going to do this, it's because that's what you are doing and you're not actually listening to him. If, there, uh, if, that, is the, if that is the thing. So that's the thing. And, and, and I, I heard it, and, it's, and it goes back to the same thing for her. What is she doing wrong? And then you look at the guy, like, what is he doing wrong? But it goes back to this right here, though. Who is willing to say, I'm wrong and you're right? And then be right. able to be able to squash that to be able to move on, because what if it really is the guy that is it is uh, as she's saying that the guy keeps saying that for no reason, like that you're going to bring right. this up, you're going to bring this up, you're going to bring this up. That's something that has to do with him. That's when yeah. she brings her voice down a little bit from the the yelling to the hey babe, I just want to tell you. Like, I want to tell you something. It bothers me. Hey, Phil, like, you're going to bring that particular thing up every time, and you know my patterns. I have not done that. So this is something that's going on with you, and we need to fix that. That's a whole different thing from, hey, you acting like this? This is That's a whole different thing. (laughs) So that makes him, you know what I'm saying? It makes him sit down for a second, but hold on a second. You know what? That really is me doing that. But... Right. And I won't say nine times out of ten, but nine times out of ten, sometimes women are yelling at the guy, and the guy is being—he's reacting towards what she's doing. And it's not to take me inside, right. but I'm a guy. But the same thing. Maybe the guy might be right. on the other side where it's like he got problems. Then that's where she right. comes in. Why? Because the relationship is worth it, and she wants to keep it. That's when that's right. when it's time for you to go into the voice, be sincere, because you want to actually build that relationship. Right. Um. To to add on to what you're saying, from a woman's perspective, I think if we as women want men to be more forthcoming and and letting down that guard and talking to us and not feeling like we're going to throw it in their face, we have to take baby steps. We can't automatically just want to, hey, I want you to tell me about your past and then expect him to tell you about his past. Because first of all, that's weird. And second of all, um, he's he's going to be wondering, well, why is she asking me this? Like, did something happen? Has she said something to someone and they said, ask him about this? There's going to be a million and one things going through a guy's head. So, ladies, for my, my as a woman, if you want a guy – to let his guard down, understand that it's going to take time. And be patient. Be very patient. And you'll know when you start getting through to him, when he starts, hey, babe, so let me tell you what happened today at work. And all you got to do is just shut up and let him talk. Do not (laughs) sit there and say, oh, I think you should do this. I think you should do that. Men, when men talk to us and men tell us stuff, they're not telling us because they're looking for us to give them the solution because men are going to figure it out pointless, like point blank. They just want to get it off of their chest. So let him tell you, like, don't don't pull it out of him. He's going to start little by little. He may even do this thing that my ex-husband calls lemon test, where he's going to tell you something and he's going to see if it gets back to anybody. And that's going to tell him if he can trust you or not. So mm. little things like that will definitely help along the way. Um, now I have a question Ooh. for you because this one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I didn't want to cut you off. You need to give yourself, can you give yourself a, a round of applause for me? Uh, oh, 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 yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, you may proceed with your programming. I learned all of that from listening to you guys on this show. Like, that's what I have learned. And it it clicked like, that's why. Okay, because the number one fear that you guys have is if I open up and I'm vulnerable and I share this with you, it's already hard enough for me to open up and share it, but I'm going to share it with you. Are you going to 
throw it back at me when we're upset, when we're arguing. Oh, that's why your mother um, played with you. That's why your aunt slept with you. You know, men don't, men, mm-mm. a man will never open up to you after that. So yeah. in speaking on intimacy, how does childhood trauma impact someone as an adult through their intimacy? Ooh, man, this is such a touchy one right here. So mm-hmm. tremendously. Why? Because I'm going to share something about, about myself. I was molested as a child. So my view mm-hmm. on life, on relationships, the people that I was attracted to, what I thought was love, all of that stuff stemmed from that experience, going back mm-hmm. to that. It stems from that experience. So since that experience happened to me, unfortunately, and it happens to four out of five males, mm. it did something to my mind as a young as a young child, seeking things, looking at porn, mm. loving porn, mm. doing these different things. So since I love porn, how am I going to really know how to love a girl? Or since I was molested as a child, I'm going to try to cover that up with food. I did both of those. So it's to, mm-hmm. to answer that to, to answer that question and, and I'm going deep on it, it is it is it affects it in so many different ways. Because your mm-hmm. your everything is messed up. Because you, you you need to find something to cover that up. And and you're going right. to act on it. But the thing is though some people don't even know that they're doing that thing to cover it up. Like, this is how I eat normal. I, I eat McDonald's, and I'm just using that as an example. I eat McDonald's three mm-hmm. times a day, and I drink a liter of soda every day. That's not normal. That's way right. beyond normal. And that's right. normal for you because you are hiding that pain and then taking all that mm-hmm. back going over to, to, to intimacy. If you... Right. If something happened to you and you're not tending to that, then you're not even going to be able to be intimate because right. you, you don't even know what that is. You don't even really truly know what that is to you because it happened to you when you were, what, five, six, seven, eight years old or whatever age that was for you. So that mm-hmm. right there is a chain effect going all the way up the ladder. Mm, 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 mm. And it's so sad. I'll tell you, as a woman, the hardest thing is to sense that a man has been uh he that a man has experienced some type of molestation growing up and not be able to talk to him about it like wanting to talk to him about it wanting to ask him yo like what happened to you growing up because if the, the bells the whistles the flags everything is going off but it's like you can't because you don't want to trigger anything and you don't want that person to jump to the whole defense where there's nothing wrong here. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I just have a high sex drive. I was dealing with a guy who it was, I had never heard of it before. He's like 37, 38, never had a relationship with a woman ever, no girlfriend ever. And he, he, he was self-sabotaging would find ways to push me away, but yet he wanted me all the time. He wanted the intimacy all the time. And regardless of if I thought I'm not messing with you, like, yo, you really got something wrong with you, you need to get some help, see somebody, like, I don't know what it is. I can't can't help it. I can't bear that energy. He's like, yeah, I hear that, but can you come over? So it's like, what Mm. wrong? Like, how do you, you can't. You can't you can't just open up somebody's mind or, or their mouth and have them talk to you. And that's the hardest feeling as a woman. Like period. Mm. Mm. That's yeah. that's a crazy thing right there because the way you just laid that story out is is a clear example of what we're talking about. My man, which is not really my man, but for the sake of the story, my man mm-hmm. didn't hear anything you said about Mm-mm. anything else except Mm-mm. you coming over 
and satisfying him so he can cover up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. that, and that is the, that's the world people live in, though. You can you can see that because you're in the self development world now, or or you have been in the self development world. I'm right. saying that for the radio sake. So you can see that just the way you said self sabotage. Most people don't even know what that means. Like they're listening to it. They're like, yeah, I may do this in my life, and you know, this is what happens. Like, no, you are setting up roadblocks for yourself, and you yeah. are in that relationship. Like, you can see that. Like, you're hold on a second. You remember going back to the beginning of our conversation? You can look at it and you can say, if I continue this with him, this mm-hmm. is what my next five yeah. years is going to look like. My five yeah. years is going to look like this, and I can see that. And you can only see mm-hmm. that. Because you are in self-development, and this is the whole thing. Right. This is bringing it to a head. When you are in self-development, you can see things that the average person can't see. And that right there will make you, and this, this goes to answer a lot of your questions that you, you asked earlier. Mm-hmm. That's how you get those, those, those questions answered. That's how you move away from trauma. That's how you help somebody from trauma, or that's how you get away from trauma, is you get in self-development. Right. Because the more you right. know yourself, the more you will see on the outside and you will start to see dysfunction and then you'll look at it. Just how you looked at it, you're like, hold on a second. <laughs> I see this for what it is. And then once you see it for right. what it is, you, you can make a sound decision on the rest of your life right then and there. Mm, 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 mm. Round of applause. Round of applause. Now, it's interesting because we're getting close to wrapping up the show. we got like two minutes and 40 seconds, but we just got a caller to call in. So let's see what the caller has to say. Caller, you are live with Simply Bree and Rob Wells. Do you have a question or a comment? Hello. All right, maybe they were shy. So, Rob, please, in, in, in speaking on healing, please let the people know, how can they reach out to you? How can they... They book you, and where can they find you? The best way to do that right now, because I uh, I quit Facebook for a month so I can continue building my business, so it's not a distraction. Um, the best way is to um, find me on Instagram. That is the only way right now, and I'm being very uh, intentional about that because my time is super valuable. Only uh, put it out for Simply Bree and a couple other people. <laughs> but, 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 not, just go over to um, Instagram, uh, Rob underscore Wells, and that be that's the only way social media wise you can find me. <laughs> All right, awesome, well, Rob. Thank you once again for being on. It was amazing as always. Let's give a round of applause again for Rob himself. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap up the show, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in this evening. And if you are replaying this episode, thank you so much for replaying. Please download, subscribe, follow us. Go to hesaidwhatnetwork.com where you can find out more information about all of the shows that we have on the network. Now, tonight at 9.05, please join myself, Simply Bree, and my host, Betty That. B, her name is that B, for the show Simply Bree and That B, only on He Said What Network. So you got to go to Instagram, and then you're going to look on He Said What Network, and we will be going live at 9.05. Now, tonight's topic, we are talking all about dealing with narcissists, and this is something that you definitely want to partake in. We are allowing guests up on the hot seat, you get five minutes on the hot seat to answer questions, um, give feedback. So other than that, you guys, thank you so much for rocking with us. I hope you guys have a wonderful evening, and I will catch you on the flip side. Bye. Thank you for supporting the He Said What radio network. Please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com now.